What's going on? What's popping? You are now tuned in to For the Record Podcast with your girl Jazzy Low. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is a continuation of episode three on For the Record. Um, still here with me, I have my twin young heir and the homie Trizzy Trent. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for still sticking around. I definitely wanted to, to discuss influence and rap real quick because we've had so many different artists that have had a huge influence on this generation today. I want to get into who you guys think the top five most influential people are or just influential to you in general. Um, obviously, we have a lot of artists who have consciously and unconsciously ushered in other artists who have gone on to prosper at the same level as them, if not surpass them. And then we also have artists in general who have just done some um, monumental things uh, that hadn't been done in the industry necessarily before. So it's just so much to unwrap. So I think all of us have had enough time to really dive deep and think about who we feel like deserves those spots so you know of course there's no right or wrong answer it's all your opinion whoever wants to go first uh, i want us to start i guess in no numerical order on your list the first person that you thought of uh first person i I thought of so when i initially started um, in the Latin, the time. Let me just be clear too. This so is this is from 2000 to 2020. So from 2000 to 2020. Yes. I think initially, where my brain went was who was my first like favorite rapper? Like type shit. Who was the who was the reason? Like I started to pay attention to rap myself because I mean naturally you listening to what your people listening to anyway so like whatever your family's listening to mm-hmm. that's what you you know um you kind of soak up but i started to think like damn who influenced um my ear in rap first and first uh, for me and for a lot of different people was 50 cent okay 50 cent with, I their, like that. with his debut get rich or die trying like legendary status legendary status um so uh with that i kind of did a little research and just like uh took a look back at his career um because at the time was that when get richard i tried and it was with 2003 uh, so we can look it up real quick yeah i think it was 2003 so at this time i'm with uh seven so before you was wearing g-unit right <laughs> he was wearing g-unit like i had the g-unit 2003 2003 yeah yeah February 6th. Alright. So, um, yeah, just his influence on um the mixtape game uh-huh. was really what uh piqued my interest and kind of like solidified his spot in my uh, most influential. Um I didn't realize that before um him, I'm sure it was somebody before him that you right garnered some sort that. of some sort of uh interest in they their careers or that fueled them into the industry with mm. their mixtapes. But um the difference that I learned um with fifty was that he changed the format because up to that point, um mixtapes were primarily what DJs released um to highlight different right. rappers or different songs that were maybe um overlooked on albums or just to showcase their overall mixing skills. Mm-hmm. 50 flipped and he said, all right, um, I'm not getting ex- the exposure that I would like to receive from the industry. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the mixtape and treat it like it's an album. And I'm going to also take 
y'all songs and I'm a rap, rap on over them. them. I'm yeah, a rap over them myself. Facts. So he revolutionized the revolutionized the um, mixtape industry um, with Fifty Cent is the Future, and with that um, garnered the attention of Eminem and uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, and then mm-hmm. went on to get signed. Aftermath, so, right? So after him getting signed from the mixtapes, and then um, garnering all this attention from the mixtapes, and then uh, dropping his debut, how it did. Uh, 800,000 sold in the first week People started to take notice So then you yeah. got rappers and he hadn't like, even had an album yet Right So like, that was his first album mm-hmm. So then people started to take notice Like wow I can really use these mixtapes To Drive attention towards Right To prepare my career mm-hmm. And uh, people like Lil Wayne Also took Took their format and said I can if anything add, I can do both I can do both Right <laughs> So Uh you got the TIs that also used it to come up on his uh Gucci. his rap deal. Then you got Gucci. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had Fifty Cent uh at my number one spot. Not because he's not the most influential, but that's just, just the first cool person naturally. you thought of. Okay, stop right there. So we got the first person that you thought of, mm-hmm. uh, Trent. Let's move on to you for the first person you thought of as well. Uh, for me, the very first person I thought of was uh Kendrick Lamar. Okay. I was uh, real big on Kendrick Lamar, like in high school. Remember the first project I heard from him was Section 80, and like you know how it started off at like at a campfire. Um, I like how his sound progressively like grew and evolved. It had the LA sound, but it wasn't like too like just like LA is known to have like that type of like funky sound, which is mm-hmm. I'm all for. But at the same time, you know, I like for them like to switch it up. Like how did I do it on Dog Pound or something like that, mm-hmm. and like progressively as his career had like began to flourish, Good Kid, Mad City did Mad Numbers. Uh, the assist with Drake was definitely a good thing too as well. With um oh poetic, is poetic, poetic justice. justice? Okay, yeah, yeah, right <laughs> So you're saying uh, his influence just lies in terms of um, just bringing something different to like the the LA hip hop sound. Um yeah, really with that yeah, he kind of yeah. revitalized the. LA hip hop scene too yeah cause it was slick hardcore mm-hmm. and then even just the exposure from over there after um, you know like the, the late 90s into mm-hmm. the 2000s I mean who really was hot over there after uh, in Compton or like in LA I'm around the time that Kendrick the West was Coast period. I'm talking about before, before K-Dot came I guess what the, right. game. the game the game the game but he was hardcore like I was saying yeah, yeah I can't really right. the, game was, me, the game was for probably for me personally uh-huh. who I tapped into from the West Coast well, I guess uh, also, like top. on an influential tip like I guess uh, he's maybe the biggest to come from over there in mm. a while okay I fuck with that I see why you put it on that trend. Um, not only that, with uh, no un- untitled, unmastered, no to pimp above, like that was real cool. With uh, how he chose to use a jazzy type of tone for a mm-hmm. rap album, haven't been done since I probably say since maybe Outkast or um, what's the other genre called? The uh, oh, to pimp a butterfly because he did the jazz thing on there. Yeah, yeah, probably is one. <clears throat> I can admit I listened to it, but like you have to be in like a certain like. Mood to really just kind of vibe with it, just right. all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, with me, with my introduction to rap, because you know, like growing up since we started at the beginning, um, 
I was more so into like R&B. So I was buying the the Beyonce, Sasha Fierce. Um, I was still on Chris Brown, Kareem Bailey Ray. Um, like that's the type of stuff that I was, the CDs that I was buying. Like when I was burning songs, it was straight Keisha Cole, like stuff like that. Um, so my introduction to rap would probably be Nicki Minaj on some like modern shit. Cause the old stuff that my mama played was always like Tupac, um, she played a, a little bit of Biggie. She played Ice Cube. She played CeeLo Green. It was just, you know, all old stuff. But me actually taking the time to listen to rap, it started with Nicki Minaj. So I have to name Nicki Minaj first. Um, obviously, I feel like she's influential just because most of the female rappers that exist in this generation now, they all name drop Nicki Minaj as like the person that they grew up on or the person that influenced them personally or directly. Um, especially like with the whole Barbie wave that she did, like she was just like what Nicki Minaj did is always going to be monumental. I feel like that's something that people can't take away from her. And then I just spoke with the fact that like she was existing at a time um, in the same conversations and tracks with big people like Jay-Z, Kanye and Rick Ross and no other woman existed at that time that was doing the same things. Um, I mean, of course we had other female rappers that existed, but they they weren't being, their names weren't in the same conversations as those greats. Um, And they couldn't hold their own as far as like just being heavily on Billboard, like um, constantly being uh, granted awards at at shows. Like Nicki Minaj, she held that shit down for 10 years, period. She had her own sound too. Yeah, and then whereas Lil Kim almost felt like an anomaly in that, like, um, she was very successful and she was one of the one of the first to um go platinum multiple times. Yeah, yeah, on some rap shit and uh to be promiscuous and over the top. Like, right. So she started that. So it did start with Lil Kim. I definitely don't want to take anything away from her. Right. Um. So Lil Kim is is definitely like. I would say like the blueprint for um, like that whole promiscuous thing and yep. female rap shit. And Nicki Minaj stamped it and saying like she, this she shit took not it to a, a whole nother right. level. Right. Yeah. And then um, just thinking about the artists that are big as they are now, uh, Mulatto, Megan Thee Stallion, um, uh, Doja Cat, like all of them have paid hom- have paid homage to Nicki Minaj. Make, letting it be known that they wouldn't really just be into rap if, if it wasn't for her so um, I feel like that just that says it in itself you yeah. know how influential she is so yeah definitely want to put Nicki Minaj on there um, oh and she's also she was also the second female rapper to have a platinum selling album after Lil Kim or since Lil Kim so that's like a huge gap cause Lil yeah. Kim was the 90s and Nicki Minaj did that for 10 years so for her to be the second when you had so many female rappers in between that time period I feel like it's pretty impressive like how can you not so um, for the next person so that's crazy going from um, I guess who I bring up after talking about Nicki Minaj uh, next on my list would be Wayne Wayne? okay um, so piggybacking off of uh, the mixtape um, thing propelling people's careers with 50 Cent mm-hmm. um, what Wayne did with the help of the mixtape series like yeah. uh, the dedication as well as his albums is he heavily influenced the perspective of the southern lyricists like he was going head up with a uh, the Jay Z's and everybody, right? Saying I'm better than him. Saying he was the, big, he the best him. rapper alive, 
on top of also uh, having his hand in assembling um, the Young Money roster in Drake and Facts, uh, yeah. Nicki Minaj. And not to mention, at one point, Wayne was everywhere. He was like how little baby is now. He was Hell almost yeah, he was the, the, feature, the original feature king. feature king, right? Undefeated, undisputed. Like he was literally everywhere. Yeah. Like on everybody's song, if you had a, a Wayne feature, it was almost a guaranteed hit. Yeah. And just like you mentioned earlier, um, just with um, how big and how how highly anticipated mixtapes were, and people were treating them as though they were albums. Like people were anticipating Wayne mixtapes right. like albums, right. like waiting for and that whole to be posted. While Fifty Cent, he he laid out the blueprint and saying, "Okay, this is how you can use your mixtape yeah. to fuel your career." Yeah, Wayne um kind of brought it to the south in that. He exposed everybody to say he made everybody pay attention in the South to say, hey, mm-hmm. him, him along with T.I. And, and the Gucci's. Mm-hmm. But people look at look to Wayne's mixtape series and hold them and highly regard those. Yeah. So um, a lot of <clears throat> today's rappers, they wouldn't have had the drive to um, care for the mixtapes is the way that they did. If it wouldn't, if it hadn't been for Wayne, for, for Wayne and his own, yeah, I can his career. So yeah, That's Wayne's facts. definitely one of the one of the most influential on the rap game, especially for for rapping the South. Okay. All right. Yeah. No cap. Um, Wayne is my number one on my list. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so for my number four, I got Rick Ross. For me personally, I love Rick Ross like style, his music, and like his ambiance that he brings. I feel like with really his music. It's gonna age perfectly as I get into like my thirties, my forties. Ah, uh, yeah, like wine. <laughs> I can um, see that too. So like his production don't get as yeah, much. Especially um, his beat selection. Yeah. Then not only that, like he's very great on a lot of features. Uh, personally, for me, like Drake's one of Drake's best feature uh, partners is uh, Rick Ross. They've been doing hits for like yeah, years. Yeah, Dice Pineapples. Hey, Rick Ross is or Ashton Martin music. On uh. Lord knows He is Oh my god He is He ate on that What's that uh, Take care Yeah Okay yeah yeah. Devil in New Jersey Oh yeah Okay That's some heat I also like the fact that um, He created uh, MMG Uh, They roster They kind of go up and down Wale Meek Mill Omarion um, He doesn't I don't think he has them anymore though but I think I see he what only you're got on, like Meat Meal now. Yeah. With Impact, he he probably go down more so as like um, when I do think of like artists like Currency personally. You no, know, I do think of Currency, but a person who has mastered that sound specifically, mm-hmm. I definitely go Rick Ross. Okay, I fuck with it. Um, like, um, Sanatory Grease is a like a whole uh, wave or like either one of his Maybach music songs. Um, very good on features. Just kind of bring like a nice smooth element also with uh, I'm doing music with R&B artists. So since we still on the the whole uh, mixtape tip, um, I definitely wanted to bring up Gucci because like you said, um, Wayne was the one that kind of brought the attention to the South. Um, But I think Gucci kind of created he created a lane more so for like the trap shit um, and we can attribute. Uh, that to T.I. and Jeezy as well but Gucci was on like a you know he was in his own lane he was on uh, a whole nother level with the shit he's Um, arguably the most popular amongst them too Mm -hmm. let's 
let's make it clear too that we we already established that ti is bigger commercially than gucci because he's had movie roles um he got a crossover hit he has many crossover hits and, uh, robin thick no. you know he has um bigger songs bigger records than gucci but um i don't know just in my brain if we talked about influence on hip-hop and uh atlanta music period i definitely want to put gucci Mane first on my on my All list right. even though he's when second you look on at the the state of hip-hop today mm-hmm. and you take into account how big atlanta has gotten and you look at the young thugs and the gunners and the babies and Migos, Bankroll, right. Pee Wee. Who do they all hold in high Early regard? Nicki Minaj. Gucci. 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 Key Glock. The, he be the common denominator a for of, a lot of the a lot of the Atlanta uh rappers. And um, not that not to say that Jeezy or T I wasn't in their rotation as well mm-hmm. or didn't heavily influence um Atlanta to become what it was today but yeah gucci is definitely um arguably the, the front runner and like we were saying um him i definitely feel like he and future will probably probably be the biggest in atlanta for this generation oh yeah yeah they they definitely set the tone i think for maybe, like the, I maybe the kids the youngsters thug in there too yeah thug too thug too they, sure. they, it's crazy the dream team right they they really trying to sound like Thug And not even just them for trying to sound like Thug But Thug in that he's Like he done found the, the Gunners mm-hmm. He done and found the Gunners yeah, And then Lil Babies right So, <laughs> so for the third person uh, Who so you got for My third person um, So yeah I had Gucci So okay. you took my Dog third <laughs> we, so, have uh, we, have, we have one of them in the same um, I will go my next person being I'm going to go with the one that I think is least influential amongst them. Okay. And that will be um Mr. Sean Carter, Jay Z. Mr. Sean Carter, okay. That's a good transition. Um, go ahead. So while I'm not the biggest Jay Z fan, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say that'll be my nigga Malik. Shout out to Malik. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm not the biggest Jay Z fan by any means. I could do a ton more research into his catalog, but when I think about um, rap today, or even just rap in general, even if, if we don't know, we just taking the last twenty years. But when I think about what the standard is for uh, the top rapper, mm-hmm. um, while it could be Drake, I guess now, like you know, we kind of crossing over into where it's Drake territory. Yeah, but on some like mogul shit. Right. Mogul, I'm talking about the whole nine, like somebody that come from a street nigga and turn theyself into a real deal businessman. Right. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z would be, I feel like, the blueprint for that. When people talk about they want to be um number one in this rap shit, like on some bars, on some lyrics and shit, one of the people that they commonly bring up is it's Jay-Z. Jay-Z. And that ranges from people ages 20 to 50. Right. Like, Even younger than that. Right. So, so it's, that's a it's big, under, he's that's under, generational. Like It's undeniable, like, the respect that he's um, upheld within the um, the time span of his career. Yeah. And he still, he'll drop, he could drop album this year. Yeah. That whole going, number one. Like, regardless of what anybody thinks He's definitely like one of the greatest ever. Right. Like I, I don't want to hear any anything different than that. He's also <laughs> influential because 
to go back to the businessman thing, he's changed the perception of a rapper and that like For sure. it's not like okay, um y'all just gonna capitalize off of this rap shit. Like I'm we own this shit and we gonna come in and we gonna make all the money while still owning it, owning our own shit too. Mm-hmm. So like the the young golfs or the yo guys that's coming up and saying like okay like I ain't gotta just be rapping for somebody and they eating off of me. Mm-hmm. I can have my own shit. Like mm-hmm. he was one of the first to do that um, as well with the merch yeah. with the rock aware. He that literally too, just like- had <clears throat> all the shit on lock. Yeah. And I feel like he's the blueprint for what a lot of the rappers. Um, like to be today so yeah. I, I could not put Jay-Z on there even if he ain't one of my favorites like, his growth alone I think is influential just because um, a lot of rappers um, that we listen to that we were listening to growing up even though there's if they're still making music now they don't really have much change in their content but you right. can you can definitely listen to oh, Jay-Z's yeah. music and hear the growth how and he talks evolution. about the business moves that he's making in, in the right. songs or what he plans to do or just giving people game about owning their masters yeah. um, or even just sonically like yeah. his oh, yeah, beat selections like how he's evolved <clears throat> with hip hop like yeah. how he's evolved like and changed up his sound over the course of time. Like, yeah, he's definitely he's aged very very well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, he was definitely he was on my honorable mention list. And um, in conclusion about Jay Z, just look at like who he's brought us, like the Kanye, Kanye, right? Technically Drake too. You said technically Drake. Yeah, because Drake has mentioned a couple times as much as he's talked about Kanye, he's talked about Jay Z. Or even just him being influential Idols over becoming rivals rap careers in general. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, like their favorite rapper was, you know, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we went uh, for Jay Z. So I he feel was- like the state of rap would not be the way it is um, if it had not been for his career. Number three, who you got for your number three? All right, for my number three, I got um, Kid Cudi. Yeah, uh, I really love uh, Kid Cudi. Like, uh, same reasons why yeah, I may love like uh, Kanye West a whole lot. I guess for me, with uh, Kid Cudi, he was more, no, not saying that I don't feel the emotions in Kanye's songs, but like the way how Kid Cudi hum, the way how they yeah. like give you like an adventurous type vibe. Like if I was to like travel cross country, um, that's like some total like good road trip music. <laughs> right. Um, and as his career like progressed, he got even more like creative. The fact that he went to like you no know, rock for a little minute to do Wizard and all that, yeah, only to come back. Shit. Yeah, bullet to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's real big not only on the uh, in the rap scene but the alternative scene. Yeah, uh, I can definitely see him like he pulls a lot from like electronica and like kind of like techno beats sometimes. Yeah, but at the same time he and can that also influence Kanye. He, he also can um switch it back and like give it more of like a not necessarily country music per se but like a more you know acoustic type of vibe mm-hmm. uh some of the best uh produced songs for me personally i've ever heard came out of his catalog um and the fact that you know his career had those ups and downs and we was able to witness that you know that was really yeah, strong that was sad. um he influenced uh travis scott a whole lot and you can hear it in his yeah. sound his name scott he influenced Scott Muscatty, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kissy Ghost. Right. And yeah. That was a whole vibe Ghost. in that. Or uh, the songs on 808s and Heartbreaks, which a lot of people yeah. credit as uh, 
that one of the albums that influenced them to make music the way that they make it like yeah. Drake for instance I had um I actually have Cuddy as third on my list too so I'm so glad you said that and another thing that I did want to point out is that I think that uh Cuddy was a part of that big shift that we left um in like uh the very early 2000s and the 90s like with the hardcore rap shit like you know starting out with the NWA Pac, Pac uh, Biggie and then going into like Wu-Tang Dipset and then going into 50 Cent Wayne like all that shit was hardcore and it was all like gangster shit so I feel like if you were a respected artist you either fell into that category or you was like a, a lyricist so they kind of created Kid Cudi kind of created a lane to where it's more so about uh, emotions and it's allowing him to be vulnerable in his Express music yourself. to where yeah, emo, emo and it's, it's some people describe it as depressive but I feel like just like Starlito said when he mentioned me that day on Twitter I don't know if you remember but like I said um, people need to start praying for Starlito like all his music depressing he was like not really he said I'm just the person that's uh, he Shit said this like is stuff that every yeah he was like this is stuff that everybody goes goes through but I'm just the only person that's talking about it as much as I am so like I really fuck with that in, in a sense and then um, like you said he fathered so many people like XXX had more of like a depressive sound and all of his music was basically kind of like Kid Cudi's Juice World has talked about oh, it yeah, most definitely. Um, Uzi. So, yeah Uzi too I don't attribute all of that to Kid Cudi doing it first but I think that he was like probably one of the most influential yeah you can tell that they've been inspired by him so that, a prob- that goes into um, who I have for the most influential um, number four uh, so all of mine have been stated. So I had Lil Wayne, Fifty Cent, Jay Z, Gucci, and for the most influential, I got Kanye West. Okay, so that's that's my number uh, my number four, and then I have one more person. So okay, so you you said your whole list. So uh, yeah, I got um Kanye as the most influential over the past twenty years. Okay, and um when I just look at the state of rap now I think about um he's definitely one of it could it could be argued for a few people but the reason I give it to Kanye is that um I look at how rap has changed one of the ways is um because of the melody um how people are uh more so everybody want to sing like mm-hmm. People are singing like, and, and this was it, it used to be the you know who could be the, the toughest like and had a, the best bars exactly shit. like who was the the most macho the macho rapper with the best bars type shit mm-hmm. and then that's when um, Kanye uh, even in the oh, beginning so, of his yeah. career even in the beginning of his career uh, he had, he had stood up for guys like that like mm-hmm. and that he was the backpack rapper. Like he was the pink polo rapper, yeah. And folks didn't want to give him a chance, but he slowly built up a following, um, and was winning all these Grammys and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what changed everything was him getting with Kid Cudi to come from Kid Cudi, and to create the Eight Away and Heartbreak. Heartbreak. So with the Eight Away and Heartbreaks, um, the rapper started to see like, hey, I can maybe deviate from this from just, just hip hop conventional right, hip hop conventional hip hop and maybe experiment with these kid cutty type sounds or these more pop out of more world upbeat. like for real type of techno right mm-hmm. uh, production and maybe try to do something um that's a little more 
artistic. Mm-hmm. So very con- experimental, right? Yeah, that's a fact. So Kanye kind of pushed the the envelope and raised the bar um, for what it meant to be a hip hop artist. Like yeah. he's single handedly like one of the greatest creative powerhouses that's ever walked the face of the earth type shit. Like yeah. he also um he it's it, he's creating in almost every he wants to do everything. He wants to creatively put his hands on everything. Yeah. And I feel like he's showing rappers like like a Travis Scott or like all these other people that's coming up doing putting their hands on everything else and saying, hey, like we are hip hop or we we are rappers but we're also just creatives we're, like, we're creatives in general and our, our creators culture, our culture can affect a number of things whether they be sneakers whether they be clothes yeah whether they be anything just yeah. being creative in in general and i feel like he influenced almost every he, he's touching almost everybody in the last um especially like years. on the um like you said like we mentioned earlier because he's on my list too so i want to dive in before trend went because he's my fourth person um just w- with the whole producer turn rapper thing too because like we said earlier dr dre is a good example of a producer turned rapper but people don't really i don't think people was like would name drop him as like an MC really right. you know what I'm saying like and on a rap tip Dr. Dre didn't have the longevity that Kanye did. exactly like his career went to a dropping. whole nother right and then um just in terms of Kanye kind of ushering into the fashion industry and being the first rapper to have done that successfully like with him having the, the Yeezy the shoe being able to surpass Jordan like I don't think a rapper had ever um, been that successful in the fashion industry period and then just the way that he he um he does his shows like changing the show experience creating like when you come to the show the 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 stage is floating yeah like just making it a theatrical experience I think more and more people are starting to duplicate that too right Open um, a level of artistry. Yeah, but like a whole nother thing. Another reason why um And fashion too, it. rapping about fashion. Like ASAP Rocky, like now I ain't mean to cut you off, I'm gonna forget though. Like with Young Thug gonna like all they talk about now in their songs is designer. Right. Lil Baby, like they bringing up go yard, like, like pouches. Baton, done. You know what I'm saying? Pharrell did a little bit. Right. But on some rap shit, definitely yeah. But go ahead. Right. So I was gonna say another one of the reasons I brought up um, Kanye is being the most influential is I feel like um, the rise in the use of the auto tune mm-hmm. could almost also be credited to Kanye because I mean although T Pain was the guy that um, popularized it, mm-hmm. like of course, like back in the day in the what. Um, mid 2000s late 2000s like of course you thought of auto-tune yeah you thought of t-pain like that's just what it was and even kanye himself uh has said that t-pain was who influenced him so t-pain is definitely the honorable mention Mm -hmm. but when kanye did it after uh kanye being influenced by t-pain to take on the auto-tune the culture just shifted like 
everybody was so inspired by uh eight oh eight and heartbreak that they started to dibble and dabble in the yeah in the auto tune like Wayne with the lollipop mm-hmm. and everybody just it slowly just trilled down everybody started to use the auto tune to yeah, where that's nowadays, like, okay, this is the thing now this is this right, is what we're doing so where nowadays it's like uh, who's not using the auto tune you be yeah hey, that's, that's it, facts right it's like now it's few and far between and i know it's like people had always been kind of editing their voices and it's it was a few stragglers right like it's, it was just T-Pain. it's used in a different way but i just feel like kanye being the artist of his stature like of his mm-hmm. status when he was to uh when he was to use it that's what just elevated the tour Level, so. so number four we had Kanye both of us had Kanye who did you have oh uh, for number for well Arian's most influential person and in mm-hmm. my number four uh for me my my number four was Outkast um okay. specifically their music that they put out um 2004 so uh you know sorry Miss Jackson <laughs> all right so we got Idlewild and you know Speakerbox Love Below uh really you know with Love Below there was like a I believe that's Diamond, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a Diamond ranked album, so you know it speaks for itself. Uh, the sound. I like, love that album. That shit was everywhere when it dropped too. Yeah. Hey y'all, and mm-hmm. I like the with the way Ms. you move. Miss Jackson, like. Mm-hmm. Um, also, with the fact that you know, just looking at both of them independently, they uh still had a great solid career, like doing their own little thing. You know, mm-hmm. you see, uh, Andre Three Thousand do songs like Pink Matter here and there, or he hop on a. Uh, just like a feature with Beyonce and do a party and like mm-hmm. he he uses his features sparingly, which I kind of also like too. He's like a you know catching while you can and like most of the songs, well, all the songs he be on are like a one. Right. Um, they, they were also one of the catalysts for Atlanta being what it is today as well. Especially Young Thug, like with the whole like just how he dresses thing because Andre Three Thousand very early on he said that he was looked at weird because his style was definitely not you know what people were typically wearing around that time not only in Atlanta but in hip hop period like the whole turban thing that he yeah. wore on his head uh, he wore like colorful wigs like polka dots yeah. they thinking that Thug started it but no the original was Andre Three Thousand yeah. and just in general um them being one of the first acts out of Atlanta to really show the rest of Atlanta like hey uh, we really have something down here in the south mm-hmm, and that our, y'all gotta pay attention to right and our and our raps as well so um yeah for, okay. the, for the rest of the I guess, he, I guess they could sneak in even though that was earlier yeah. oh three six three six honorable mention honorable well. mention okay I had cause Outkast it came up um as uh one of my most influential as well Mm-hmm. Um, as well as uh, Three Six Mafia, I just looked at. Uh, I-, I tried to pick who was the most influential out of the South, and from there I went to like, okay, Atlanta is probably the most influential place in the South. Who was the most influential in, in Atlanta. Atlanta in the last twenty years? Mm-hmm. And from there I went to Gucci. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, I fuck with that. Definitely Three Six Mafia though, because nowadays it seems like that whole like Memphis, oh, sure. like hardcore, uh, like eight oh eight drums, like all that shit that's it being used now. Like that it six. sounds like Three Six, and not only that, but the flows. Like you got people in London, like yeah. uh, British rappers, that's, people like that using Project Pack flow, like might the be triplet the only, flow from Lord Infamous. All that is that'd Memphis. be the only thing I would give Three Six. As being more influential than um, the triplet flow, 
uh, oh. just being more influential than a uh, outcast. And that if you look at the state of rap today, um, it sounds more like Three Six Mafia mm-hmm. than a uh, than an outcast. Yeah, that's facts too. Okay, that's honorable mention. It sounds more like Memphis. I'll tell y'all my honorable mention. Uh, once I say my last person that I added, because I feel like we didn't touch on him at all. I didn't hear neither one of y'all say it. Who did it? Um, so I put Wiz Khalifa on my influential oh, list um, because. Like, of Damn. course, I touched on a little bit earlier before I named Kid Cudi. I talked about how there was like a shift in rap from either you being hardcore or you being a real lyricist. Wiz Khalifa kind of created a lane for artists like we, we talked about Currency, Larry June, Mac Miller, Dom Kennedy, like that whole Primo wave Rice. of like that chill player type. Um, I guess like modern rap, Curtis Mayfield-esque kind of um, music. And then um, he definitely kind of put a face on like weed smoker music. You right. know, it's like our generation that, too. I don't think that really existed before. I mean, people, of course, you had people like Snoop Dogg who talked yeah. about weed, but nobody had, had ever just been like the face of like that type the of weed sound. Rapper, right. Yeah. like I feel like uh, it was kind of like a baton being passed, like past generation to current generation. Then yeah. Snoop yeah and then i mean niggas know like everybody was dying their hair trying to get the little blonde patch like everybody was doing it. everybody was on the like the chuck taylor cargo pants wave like right. we should definitely be on there those pittsburgh hats yeah and then honorable mentions um eminem eminem yeah not even because i'm a, a a big eminem fan or anything like that but i mean um as far as uh, bringing, not that we even want support from the mainstream or the masses, but uh, Eminem did help to do uh, that. And he also was um, one of the reasons that we have a 50 Cent and that he uh, brought 50 Cent to the limelight. Okay. And um, I didn't expect you to add Eminem on it. Just I, 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 I couldn't that. I couldn't put him on my on my list, but I feel like if you look at the the uh the timeline and ra- yeah yeah exactly in rap period mm-hmm. and you look at like the Mac Millers or like a Jack Harlow, if it wasn't okay. for like somebody like Eminem coming along and showing because I mean you had people before him but they were like gimmicky. Nobody that was Vanilla Ice that was Riff-raff. that showed any yeah. right. Nobody that showed <laughs> any longevity in the industry. Okay. While um being, you know, white. And mm-hmm. Eminem was one of the ones that said, Hey like yeah, I gotta pay attention. Like, yeah, these this slim shady shit and marsh these marshmallows up. This shit is selling. Like, yeah. So it's a it's a lane for for this as well. In addition to Stan being added to the fucking uh, oh him yeah, changing, yeah, of course. him making Stan a he word. He coined like, the term, right? And um, folks saying they standing folks. So I gotta uh, I gotta honorably mention him, and I gotta honorably mention uh, Young Thug as well. So. If we're doing honorable mentions, I do have to say I I I definitely had Jay Z on there. We touched on Jay Z. I feel like that's already a given. We won't have to talk about that again. But the last person I'm gonna talk about has to be Soldier Boy because oh, Soldier yeah. Boy is influential, I, I think, to an entire the this generation of rap period because he basically changed the way that that rap is market it or how you market yourself it wouldn't, it wouldn't as an no artist TikTok, uh, no tiktok dances and shit if it None wasn't of that. for no soldier boy and then think about it like at that time 
I think Soulja Boy was like the first rapper to market themselves the way that they did on social media, like MySpace, Facebook, like all of that is due to how how heavily he was being promoted and shown on, on Facebook and yeah, in MySpace. And um, I think the the person that came after him would probably be like a little B. But other yeah. than that, like niggas was not doing it. YouTube too. Like people wasn't really getting, I think, that many views on like YouTube or blowing up at that capacity from the right. internet, like Soldier Boy. Right. And I think that's like after he had blown up so <clears throat> crazy. That's when the uh, the IRAA and them uh start paying right. attention to YouTube. Right. As uh, say, how can we how can we make money off of this? To the album sales and shit like yeah. that. That's crazy. So Trent, so I named my last person. Area named his last person. Who was your last addition to your list? My last person was actually Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, you know, uh, touching back uh, what Arion was saying. Uh, for me, I really love a lot of his freestyles. I think of uh, his Rap City freestyle, how he was Man, just flowing like bars, just going in, and like he'll do like a freestyle to like what's the latest popular song right now. He'll hop on that beat in the beat. Right. He'll like just murk it. Um, like I hate song. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of artists now they always say like I just went in the booth and I stuff. I think Lil Wayne was like the first person to like really make that as popular as it is. Like Man, niggas not writing no their pen, lyrics no down pad. no more. I think some of them be lying, but like you talking about like off the dome and being as good as if you were if you wrote that shit down, like hits coming off the dome, like nobody was just in a studio rapping for like thirty minutes straight. Right. Lil Wayne. All you had to hear was the lighter. He saved uh, cash money too. Yeah, definitely. So he saved cash money. That was on the decline after uh, mm-hmm. their initial popularity. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that really brought them back into uh, to the limelight. Yeah, once in a while he'll drop a verse. Like he's still one of the greatest. Like yeah, his verse on uh, <clears throat> the last mixtape was hard. On that jump with Young Boy. Was it no windows or something like that? I think it is. But anyway, you got a verse. Yeah, you got a verse with uh, on Young Boy John, and that's probably my favorite verse he made <clears throat> recently. But Wayne okay. definitely one of the one of the greatest. So who did I say? So Ariane, you said Jerry is on mine. Uh, so in no order, I had Nicki Minaj, Kid Cudi, Wiz Khalifa. Gucci and Kanye West. Man, y'all got me reconsidering Why? my list. It's just <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm man, I know how this shit go with the list, like it's always gonna be somebody that somebody else feel like should be on the list, of course. Well, okay, this is not to say yeah. that if you're whoever is not on the list is not influential or isn't yeah, right, as right, influential, right, right, right. but you know, these are just the people that that came off the dome for me. Like right, exactly. They have to be in conversation when you're talking about influence and rap period. Yeah. So in my conversation, I have Kanye, Jay Z, Fifty Cent, um, Lil Wayne. Okay. And uh Gucci Man. Alright, Trent, why are yours? Alright, for my list I have uh Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Outcast, Kid Cudi, and Kendrick Lamar. So Wayne would arguably be the most influential person. All right, because he's on everybody's list. Well, no, nah, I'll take that back because he's not on mine. Oh, damn. But he's under my... No, So there's nobody that's on all of our list. No. I thought Kanye would have been there. Kanye is on... Wait, is he on Ka- yours? Kanye isn't on my list, but I oh, give okay. him credit through Kid Cudi. We, all right. Yeah, you know, so we don't... None of us have all the same people. Well, that's good, damn, though. Damn, it's crazy. 
yeah. nobody was nobody really unanimous. Because instead of us putting together like one big list, I wanted to see like how different everybody else is. Because I wanted to show people like it's all subjective. You know, there's there's not one person to me that's like better or more important in rap than the other person. Like everybody played their role. So this was just an exercise to show people that. All right. I like how it's different for depending on the age group too, mm-hmm. and like how we set a time frame for it. Yeah, just because this is, um, these are people that have influenced hip hop through our experience, like exactly hip-hop, how we've experienced experienced it from um, the time we were like we've been listening yeah. to now. Because a lot of people, I think they old heads. They like, oh, you're not paying homage to the people that came before, right? Right. That's why there's to me there's multiple top five lists. Like we talked about the top five most influential. So like the top five greatest rappers ever list might look different Different, than that, or like the top five lyricists list will look different from that. So it just depends on what you're talking about. So when you get in the top five conversations, like that shit shifts over and over and over again. Like I hate that question. I would never just block who your top five ever. Do y'all have a top five ever list? See that that's a whole nother day. We'll be sitting here. Right. Like, Man, you might I ask me one week and I'd be like young nudie in my right. top five. <laughs> young Not nudie. nudie. He ain't talking about shit, but he hard. Young That'll dude. probably be like one of the last episodes today, we did. I might be like Chibi Red in my top five. <laughs> top that's another list. Top right. five right now. I don't know. It's just it's it's for me, it's hard for me to sit here and say like Rakim is in my top five artists of all time, even though because I didn't grow up on I didn't grow up on him. I didn't get to experience his music the way that a person that grew up around that time did. Like, I can't I don't feel comfortable saying that because I I just don't know. I haven't taken out the time to go back and listen to any of his shit. So it's easier for me to talk about people that I've experienced for 10, 15 years because I've spent time with their music. I, I can explain to you why I like it, but I just don't I'm not a. I'm not the person that's just going to throw them on my list. But for people like Biggie and Pac, we grew up on them because our parents were listening to them. So at the same time, it's kind of like they kind of they can kind of like ease their way on into my list. But anybody prior to that, the 90s, anybody prior to the 90s, I can't put them on my list. Right. Just by default. I feel like it's important that people if you well, I guess if if you don't really care that much. Mm hmm. um, then maybe not but we can't hip-hop has become this thing or rap whatever you want to call it it's become this thing where it's the popular genre now yeah so people are making a coin off of it people making the money off of it yeah i think it's important that people remember its origins and that we have a responsibility to go back and listen to the older forms that made it what it is now because those forms uh, directly influence hip hop to become what it is today Mm -hmm. so it's important for us to go back and listen to all the old stuff too and understand how we got to this point or what it was before especially like what you brought up earlier about Uncle Luke um, with 2 Live Crew and being able to make sure that people can say whatever Whatever they they want to say say. in their songs because bro when Bro went through a whole lawsuit. Right. With niggas, the, with, niggas was, was finna see real jail time. Right. Over saying 
certain things in their songs and we have freedom of speech so it's kind of like okay so if we got freedom of speech does that not apply to music like you're gonna take me to court because you are not being, you're not you're not monitoring what your kids are listening to and just because they have access to it, it's my job to like censor what i say like no right. <laughs> i get to say this what i still, want and y'all are gonna my reality right this is still what i'm living and i'm gonna say it in the way that i want to say it in he's the, way the reason that, that they have to put that uh parental advisory tag right. on like rap music now right well not now but period right so <clears throat> it's, i feel like it's definitely important to um even if you don't go listen to everybody find you somebody this outside of your generation and go back and try to appreciate it and then i think one thing too like it's always gonna take that first person to push the envelope so that it won't look as strange when the next person does it like you said for example like a kanye who kind of like took a different route from like a jay-z who was on who was like that drug dealer turned like that wasn't his that's not his lane so i think that you know it took a kanye for somebody to feel comfortable putting out that type of music like a cuddy too or a travis scott you know what i'm saying so so you see that's important people people don't even realize like that's important and say like hey like this is somebody that i see myself in right and i have a genuine love for music yeah maybe i can create it as well because i see that he's created a lane for yeah. people like us yeah so, that's why it's a beautiful thing for sure one. beautiful thing there's so many greats in the 90s and not to discredit or dismiss any of them but uh no, again we'll have to dig so deep into it like the de la souls or the tribe yeah called tribe called quest yeah, people should definitely Fuji's like you shouldn't always many. you shouldn't always be feeling Wu-Tang. like like Drake and Future like go back even if it ain't just them like or if it ain't just trap shit just find you something that's gonna feed a different part of your stimulate a different part of I your like mind than just folks rapping about the I'm proud of you or Dior and shit or some fucking throat baby and then like, just also having an appreciation for the fact that hip-hop is is layered right you know what i'm saying like it's not one sound of rap it's not one sound of hip-hop right like people in general it's just it's 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 too much rap out there for you to be judgmental towards like this one genre of music like when people outside of our culture be like oh that's trash like that rap music is trash it's like it's so many different types of artists out there that you don't even know like don't say that. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for stopping through. Uh, catch y'all next time, time on For the Record. We out you. Cash. <laughs>